the most profound spiritual teachers of all time say the same thing in different ways. Quiet the mind and listen within. Over the last 10 years of my life, I've been asking the same question. Can it really be that simple? This blogcast is about my journey to the answer. I'm Kayla Crisiglia, and you're listening to Intuition Academy. Hello, and welcome to episode 30 of Intuition Academy. And thank you so much for sticking with this for this long. I know I've only been posting episodes since July, I believe, or June. And it's January now, so that's only been like six or seven months or something like that. But seriously, 30 episodes in, and I rarely post to social media to promote this podcast. I haven't in months because I just had have had no desire. And I get, like, probably in comparison to other podcasts, it's like fucking nothing. But I get, like, 60 listens or so on my most popular episodes like I have almost 200 downloads on my introduction which is the most I have almost 2,000 downloads in total at this point which I think are just super fun statistics like I don't know if anyone on here listening to this has recorded a podcast but I like almost obsessively check the numbers like go into the podcast app and like check and see like an hour after I post an episode how many people have downloaded and listened and I'll get like 20 listens in an hour it's crazy Um, and usually closer to 100 downloads after a month of it being active which is it's just oh like I can't believe that there are like even 20 people who listen to this regularly. So whoever you are, thank you. And if you haven't noticed, I have officially changed my podcast art. When I first started this podcast, I liked the idea of being faceless because it felt so scary sharing like my thoughts and my feelings and all these things. It felt nice to, like, hide behind a microphone. Do you know what I mean? It was like, well, sure, people can click my Instagram posts and see what my face is like, but they don't know who I am in real life. Like, they're just going to hear me talking about a bunch of weird spiritual shit on my podcast, and, like, they'll, they'll never know me in real life. And recently, I was talking to my coach, Jess, and she was telling me that she thinks that I have a receiving problem, which, I mean, I feel like both of us would hesitate to even call it a problem, right? But I have resistance around receiving. And she was totally right. Like, as soon as she said it, I was like, oh my God, the accuracy is overwhelming. And, you know, it felt really similar to when I first started the podcast. I had the desire, but I didn't really know how to start. It felt like there was so much I wanted to share, so much I wanted to say. And I was like, I don't even, like, how am I supposed to start this? And I was on a call, a mastermind call with my coach at the time, Jen Navarro, and she made me drop down into my inner voice on the call. I was like making a baby bottle for the little girl I was nannying. And she was like, drop what you're doing. The baby can wait and just dip down. And I was like, okay. And so I dropped down and she was just like inner voice. Like, when should Kayla start the podcast? And I heard 
now? And she was like, okay, in her voice. And like, what's the timeline? Like, where should the timeline start for her podcast? And all I heard was now, here. And that was three days before I dropped like five episodes and finished all, like I quantum leapt after that, basically. And it feels really similar to what just happened with my coach pointing out, like, you have resistance to receiving, Kayla. And she was like, and I just mean, like, you have resistance to showing people who you are and, like, like really who you are, letting them in entirely and seeing the full truth, the whole truth and all the truth. She was like, and that is your growth edge. She was like, that is what you need to do is just go out into the world and show them who you are and stop being afraid, stop being ashamed. And I think when I first started this podcast, I was still feeling afraid and a little bit ashamed of my belief systems, the way that I choose to live my life and sharing completely and entirely, even though that's why I created this platform, was to share entirely about my experience and, you know... I don't want to have resistance to that. I want to share shamelessly who I am, which is why I changed my cover art. I am no longer a faceless, the faceless woman behind Intuition Academy. That picture is who I am. Like, this is me. I'm not going to hide behind that faceless character anymore. And... This reminds me a lot, if you're familiar with the Lively show, of the episode when Jess sort of shifted from the podcast being all about entrepreneurship, and it shifted into spirituality and law of attraction and Abraham Hicks and all the woo-woo stuff. She made an episode called Things I'm Afraid to Tell You, and at this point, she already had like thousands if not millions of viewers you know and my measly 50 viewers like on average but this still feels like just as important to me I want to share all the things that I've been afraid to say on my podcast because I'm afraid that it's going to turn people off I'm afraid that it's going to push my listeners away or it's going to make people like not interested in my spirituality develop my spiritual development or my business i just these are things that i've been keeping to myself because it's scary to be vulnerable so i didn't even take notes on this i'm just going to riff which is how i do every episode but i'm just going to riff about this number 1 what should be number 1 I guess I could do the scariest one. The the scariest thing that I want to share with my viewers, knowing that anybody can listen to this, my family, my friends, my coworkers, my roommates, my landlord, like since I started my coaching practice or since I shifted, I'll say since I shifted into this new format within my coaching business, which was a shift from being an RTT practitioner and only offering those types of services to shifting into purely spiritual coaching, like intuition coaching, inner voicing, inner voice coaching. When I did that shift back in June or July in my mastermind, I have had less than 10 
paying clients. I've had plenty of free clients, like I don't even know how many free clients I've had at this point, but less than 10 of them were paying. So I have not by any means had a very successful coaching business at this point. I am still in the very early stages of my practice. Um, and I'm not making a large sum of money off of my practice, which is something that I've been in huge resistance to sharing because I don't want people to think that I'm not successful at what I do. And it feels like if I were to share with people that I, in fact, am not this wildly successful coach who's making 10000 plus a month, that they're going to think that I'm not worth listening to anymore. That's a fear that I've had since I began this podcast. I've been afraid to share that. Knowing that I work, I work a nine to five outside of my coaching practice at a doggy daycare. Before that, I was nannying. And yes, when I've had paying clients, that's obviously contributed to my income. But I have one paying client right now. I have two clients in total. One of them has already paid in full and we're currently taking a break because she's doing so well um, that she doesn't feel like she has much to talk to during talk about during our coaching calls, which I'm applauding her for her growth and her current experience. And then the second girl is basically brand new. And she um, and I also offered my coaching to her which we have changed coaching to mentoring because that feels better to her, which I've actually decided to coin. I've decided to coin like myself as an intuition mentor instead of an intuition coach. That feels better to me. But I actually offered her my services for less, for half off what I normally charge because she said that she wasn't able to afford full price. And this was another thing that I've been afraid to share with my listeners, what my price is. I haven't been willing to come in here and say exactly what 100% what my price is and what exactly that means to me. So I'm going to say it now. My price for my coaching services as of right now is $250 a session, which if you're doing four sessions a month is $1,000 a month. And here's the biggest thing that I want to share about that for anybody who's listening who was potentially interested in working with me. I am not attached to my price. And like any life coach who'd be listening to this would be like, shut, what are you talking? Stop. That's not, you are not charging your worth. But no, I am not attached to my price because I genuinely believe that whoever needs to work with me Whoever feels like they desire to work with me should get to work with me. And yes, my price is $1,000 a month, $250 a session. But if that is not what a person can afford, I am not ever going to turn them away. Because I, first of all, am very passionate about the work that I do. And I know that it can help and change people's lives. And I'm not in this for an extravagant paycheck. I am in this because this is what I needed when I was on the other end of the spectrum. When I was in need of somebody who could be present for me 
while I was learning all of this, while I was going through the shifts, while I was making the changes, while I was experiencing like that dark soul of the night sort of experience that tends to happen as people awaken, if you want to call it awaken. I didn't have the capacity or the knowledge to find somebody who could coach me or mentor me while I was experiencing this shit. And it can be scary. Like, dropping into the inner voice is terrifying in the beginning, or at least that was my experience because my mind had so much resistance to it, it didn't know what to do. And I was confused for years because I didn't have support. I didn't think that I had support. I couldn't find support outside of myself. And so I just listened to a girl's podcast. Because <laughs> she wasn't even a coach. Like, she didn't even take coach, like, one-on-one -on -one clients. She just did inner voice sessions every once in a while. And you had to be on her Instagram page the exact day when she decided to post a story that said, now opening for coaching, like, for, for three-hour long sessions, uh, inner voice sessions. And I just never happened to be on her Instagram stories at the right time, I guess. So I never had an inner voice session with her until I signed up for one of her courses like years later when I'd already done all the work myself and didn't need anything from her. But I'm not attached to my prices because I think that people deserve to be able to work with me for however much they're willing to charge. And I'm willing to receive whatever they are willing to charge. This reminds me of another thing, like, this was sort of where this, this inspired me, was I've been obsessed with Marianne Williamson, and specifically her book, A Return to Love, since I was 20, almost a decade now. And she, the, uh, um, A Return to Love is based off of her reflections on a book called The Course in Miracles. And if you're not familiar, A Course in Miracles is a channeled book, and it's basically just about like retraining your mind to listen to the inner voice. Like that's my interpretation for dummies, right? Um, it's so much more deep than that. Do your own research. I'm not going to go into it now because it's too much to go into. But there are lessons that you do every single day for every single day of the year, 365 days of the year, along with the text to read. And in 2021, Marianne Williamson released a program that you could sign up for and it was really inexpensive it was like maybe $60 for the whole year excuse me $60 for the whole year and it was her dedication to reading and doing the lessons within A Course in Miracles every single day so she would hop on to her computer or phone whatever she would record herself reading the lesson for the day and then she would give like a short reflection and you could pay $60 for the entire year to receive um to receive like those videos of her reading the text, reading the lesson, and then you get the email every day. So you also did the lessons with Marianne every single day. So really inexpensive, but even though it was really inexpensive, she had a button at the very bottom of the page that said, click here if you're having, if you're currently experiencing financial difficulties. And at the time I was, like at the very beginning of 2021, I had no money, literally $0 in my bank account. And so I clicked on that button, like, hmm, I wonder what this is. And so I clicked on it, and you could contribute whatever you thought you could at that moment, whether it was 50 cents, $0, or the full amount. Like, Marianne Williamson 
was willing to give this to, for free. And like that inspired me. Like if a woman like her who has found so much success, who is, you know, living off of her her courses and her books and whatever else, the royalties that she has in the world, like that, this inspirational woman, if this inspirational and successful woman is willing to give her services for free, then like, who the fuck am I to try and charge extravagant prices? But I also have life coaching mentality pounded into my mind and into my subconscious that you never you never drop your prices. You always charge your worth. I remember in the RTT community, like the majority of people were like, if you're not charging $500 for a session, you're fucking up. Like, this is the type of stuff that was pounded into my brain when I started doing this work. Like, you charge your price and if someone tells you to drop it, they're in the wrong and they're not a perfect client for you, so you should just pass. But if I look back over my entire coaching career at this point, which has been about three years, if I look back over the last three years and I think of all the people who reached out to me, who wanted to work with me, and I passed because they didn't feel comfortable with my price, I mean, my number would be so much higher now if I had just said, what do you feel comfortable spending right now? How long are you dedicated to working with me? How can I support you? And so you can still work with me if that's what you desire. I want to be an open door for the people who really truly want to work with me. As long as I have the capacity to do so, you know, like I only have so much time <laughs> available to me. But if I have the capacity and time, which I do right now in present time on January 8th at 6.47 p.m. Pacific time, <laughs> like I have the capacity to take a a quantity of like a, a larger co quantity of clients at whatever price range they're willing to pay but my price range that that I charge for initially is a thousand dollars a month but I'm not going to turn somebody away if they can't pay that ever can't speak for future Kayla so maybe I shouldn't say ever but as of right now I'm not turning anyone away if you want to work with me, do not let price scare you. <laughs> Just send me an email <laughs> and let's, let's figure it out. The next thing that I've been really afraid to share is my own personal financial situation. And that is that I am flat broke. I shouldn't say that. I, I take that back. I am not doing well financially. In fact, I have had to ask for support from my peers and my significant other this month because of my financial situation. That is because I have stopped leaning on my coaching, um, my coaching income. I've put, been putting less, like, sign not significance, what's the word? I haven't been putting as much effort into my coaching business as I would like to. And I'm judging myself a lot about that. I haven't been posting anything on social media. The people who are finding my podcast are just finding it somehow. I've got no fucking idea how. The woman who, who reached out to me that I'll start working with tomorrow found me because she was just wanting to develop her intuition. And I think she just searched for intuition podcasts and happened to find my, find my podcast. But 
everyone else, like, I don't know how they're finding it, how these 50, 20 to 100 people are finding my podcast because I don't advertise anywhere. I would like to change that because I think that I post valuable information, but as of right now, I'm not getting clients because nobody's listening. <laughs> and I also haven't wanted to do much work on my my um, my sales page that I have linked to every single podcast episode. And so all I've been leaning on is income at a nine to five, which is a doggy daycare, which I don't work 40 hours a week at. And I make like Washington's minimum wage at as of right now. Well, I guess it changed in the new year, but I'm not making an extravagant amount of money by any means. If anything, I'm living paycheck to paycheck. And this last month in December, we had a horrible snowstorm. And for a week out of the month, our, um, our business was closed. The doggy daycare I work at was closed. And so I was, I lost out on a week's worth of pay, which set me back about $500 this month, meaning I'm $500 short to pay my bills. And this is something that I've felt so much shame around because my mind wants to be perceived as a success a successful coach successful mentor like a successful podcast host a successful business owner successful in my my spiritual and like manifestation journey um i want to be perceived as successful to my family i don't want my family to worry about me or think that i need handouts or that I need their help. But I'm also learning that by not owning what's actually happening to me in my life right now in current reality, I'm not accepting it. I'm rejecting it. I'm not like, I'm not living in my reality. And it's okay, first of all, to not live in your reality. As long as you accept your reality like part of manifestation is kind of about not accepting or not it's it's about like living in um what's the word like not living in rejection but almost living in like a delusion like acting as if but if you're not in acceptance of what your reality actually is before you take that step then you're just living in rejection you're living in resistance so it's like I've been living in resistance to my current reality and I've been experiencing a lot of discomfort because of it and a lot of like financial setbacks and um, I had no backup in case something like this happened. I depended on this one job too much instead of trying to build myself a cushion around that job. Like something my significant other said to me just the other day, like, Kayla, wasn't the doggy daycare supposed to be the side gig? <laughs> that was just supposed to be the side income, right? And like, wasn't coaching supposed to be your main source of income? And I was like, well, yeah. And he was just like, well, then why is the doggy daycare your main source of income? You're depending on it for everything. And you're putting so much stress on yourself when you don't even want to be doing it in the first place. And... I'm telling you guys, 
it's because I've been living in resistance to my current reality. Living in resistance instead of in acceptance. Instead of accepting where I am right now and owning it, I've been shying away and feeling ashamed of it and trying to pretend that I'm better off than I am. And the thing about the inner voice work is that the inner voice doesn't care where you are in your current reality. It doesn't care. It's never judging you. It's never making it wrong, even if the mind is making it wrong. And that's what my mind has been doing, is making my current reality wrong. I want to say since my roommate asked me to move out back in September, I've like my mind has been making my current circumstances wrong, like I did something wrong to end up here. And that's all I've been focusing on. Or it's been really hard to focus elsewhere. And I've been like, I don't understand why am I so, like, why do I feel so stuck? Like, I don't want to be here. I don't want to be living in the house that I'm living in. I don't want to have the roommates that I have. Like, I don't want to be at the job that I'm working at. I don't want to look at my bank account because I'm afraid to see what the balance is. And all of these things, like, I've just been focusing on dissatisfaction instead of accepting where I am and not being ashamed of it and sharing it. So that's why I'm sitting here recording this and telling each of you now, I only have two clients. One of them is paying me half of what my price is a month. And that, yeah, my prices are $1,000 a month, but I'm willing to go much lower than that if that's what somebody needs from me. If they desire that deeply to work with me, I will drop my prices, and I don't care who knows that, and I don't care if somebody tells me that I'm stupid for doing that, for letting people, what they would say, take advantage of me. These are me, this is just my reiteration of what I've heard in the coaching community and the RTT community. Another thing is that I'm like, I think a little bit more woo-woo, like a little bit more spiritual and on the weirder spectrum of spirituality than I care to give off in this podcast. Like, I don't know if that's necessarily true. Like, I don't, I don't do anything insane, you know, but for instance, I lost recently, um, just a few days ago, actually, less than a week ago, I got a phone call with some very sad news about somebody, the, the boyfriend that I lost when I was a teenager, his father committed suicide recently, and that was very, very difficult news for the mind in me to experience, because I just always imagined that I would see him again one day, and that I would talk to him again one day, and that I would invite him to my wedding, and that we would catch up, and that he'd, you know, call me my cute little pet names that he had coined for me when I was just a teenager, and and not only that, but I don't have the capacity to buy a plane ticket to go home whenever there's a service and say goodbye to him. And yes, to my mind, that is difficult. But what has been bringing me comfort is the spiritual, the, the deeper, truer aspect of myself knows and believes that I don't need to go home in order to say goodbye to him. I don't need to see him in a coffin. 
in order to say goodbye to him. I can close my eyes right now, in this very moment, and connect with him, and have a conversation with him. And in, in me, like the, the psychic aspect of myself, I truly believe that it would be him that I'm talking to. And the mind of me would like to say, like, well, I mean, we don't, we don't know. Like, we don't know if it's him. Like, maybe that's just, like, a delusional part of myself. And what I would retort to my mind is, I don't care. It doesn't matter to me if it's actually him or not. All that matters is that it helps me. It helps me. This is something that I've done with my significant other who died 10 years ago now. I've done it repeatedly with him, where if I'm ever feeling like lost or confused or sad or like I need to, to understand something, I just close my eyes and I connect with him and I truly believe that he connects with me. It wasn't difficult. Like it was, it was actually very difficult for me to do this in the beginning. Like after he died, it took me like years to be able to, to get to this point where I'm like, yeah, I can literally just close my eyes and connect with anyone who's died. Um, but through the years, and especially in the last three or four years, it's just gotten as simple as closing my eyes and connecting with them. And I genuinely believe it's because I just happened to accidentally connect with him so many times that I started to be like, well, why does it have to be hard? Like, why do I have to be in deep meditation in order to establish that? Like, I know that I can connect with my inner voice. And so in my mind, it's just about choosing to connect with a different energy instead of the inner voice. So it's like, like if you listen to The Lively Show, there is the collective. And like Annie Francoeur isn't the only person on the planet who can connect with the collective. All I have to do is close my eyes and reach out to the collective and ask them to come to me. And same thing with Abraham, if you're familiar with Abraham Hicks. And I can close my eyes and I can connect with Abraham. I can connect with whatever fucking energy I want to. I truly believe that. I feel like I have the capacity to channel and hear from or channel anything, anywhere, in any capacity. That's just my belief system. Do I think I can teach that to somebody else? I mean, I don't know. I've never tried. But my belief system is that as long as you believe that you can do something, you can do it. And I believe that I can access and connect to any energy that I want. Whether that's a dead relative, a living relative, a, you know, a dead lo loved one, whatever. Like a, somebody who's passed over and is now just pure energy and pure light, whatever you want to call it. Or somebody who is just in the non-physical and has never incarnated like when people channel like the collective or Abraham, like those are non-physical beings who haven't, who aren't incarnated on the planet. Like that is something that I believe I can do. And sometimes that feels like a really weird thing to share with people, especially if they're not really woo-woo or into the spiritual sh shit. <laughs> like I think, I think I'm a little psychic, which I've never actually said out loud. Interesting. I think I'm a little psychic, if not completely psychic. Um, if you want to label it. I mean, I guess I feel kind of weird about labels, also. Um, but 
I have been afraid to show my face on this podcast and let people really see me. I've been afraid to let people know that my coaching business really isn't all that successful yet, but it will be. And I have confidence that it will be because I'm not going to stop doing this work. I'm not going to stop showing up on this podcast. I'm not going to stop sharing my experiences and I'm not going to stop doing the work in my own life. And it doesn't matter to me that I'm not there yet. I'm okay with where I am, or at least I'm attempting to be okay with where I am, which is why I'm sharing all of this in this episode right now. I just hope that I can maybe inspire somebody else who is in like lack of acceptance of their current reality and resistance to their current reality. I'll quote you like Eckhart Tolle, as soon as you can accept your current circumstances, it transmutes them. And so for me, I understand that as soon as I can fully accept my current circumstances, it will transmute itself into whatever it is that I truly desire. And that has been true for me forever. Anytime you can accept the resistance that you're experiencing, it will transmute into acceptance. And that is why I'm sharing this right now. And on top of that, I want to share that I have created an account called Coffee. And it's K-O-F-I, Coffee. And it's a lot like Patreon, where on Patreon... People can subscribe to your Patreon account and they get exclusive, like, behind-the-scenes whatever, like for a podcast especially. You can create a Patreon account, people can subscribe to it for by paying a monthly subscription fee, and and then they get, like, extra footage or something from the podcast, like, extra episodes, like, the nitty-gritty, and I thought about doing something like this not that long ago, I was like, I'll create a Patreon account and I'm going to call it Intuition Academy Confessions. And I'll just share like all the things I'm afraid to share on the podcast on there. And like, you have to pay for it in order to get it right. But I've decided not to do that. Like, I think that coffee is a great alternative because it allows you to make donations to somebody's podcast like this, or it allows you to reach out to them if you want to, you know, have um, services with them and I'm still working on this page so bear with me if it's not completely perfect if you were to visit it today but I wanted to create it specifically because I want to open the door to receiving like financial um, help from anybody who is willing to give it to me and I feel like even if I'm not getting paid for coaching services right now from people, then I can at least open another door and say, if you don't want to work with me one-on-one, but you appreciate the work that I'm doing and you want to support my cause, like the things that I'm talking about and you want to make my life a little bit easier, (laughs) then you can go on that page and you can donate some money to me, whatever that is. And it's called coffee because it's supposed to be the equivalent of buying somebody a cup of coffee. And so, like, a lot of times the price range will start at, like, $3. But you can really go in there and edit it and change it to any number that you want. And I actually made it the minimum amount that you could make, which is a dollar. Like, 
even a dollar and it doesn't have to be recurring like patreon you don't have to subscribe to monthly payments you can do literally donate a single dollar if that's what you want um or donate nothing i don't care like i just want to be open to receiving what anybody can give me and i want to be open to receiving anybody who feels called to work with me in whatever capacity that means that they can work with me i'm just trying my best here to be more open to accept where i am and to stop rejecting it and to allow myself to admit that i need a little bit of help i need a little bit of help and that's okay i'm trying to be okay with that and i think those are all the things that i've been afraid to share and i feel a huge relief in sharing all of this even though i still haven't hit the post button so i know the relief will be even more intense when i actually do but as of right now just saying all these things out loud honestly it feels a lot less scary than i thought that it would a lot less scary than i thought it would and i still feel resistance around like if a family member or my landlord or something were to reach out and be like i mean can you pay rent this month i think i'd have a large amount of resistance to admitting that but i think that admitting all of it in here is a really good step and until next time quiet the mind listen within and always follow the joy Thank you.